The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody, here on Stadium. We got Colby. We got Nate. I'm Ben. That is Monty running the sticks. Boys, we're down to the final four games of the NFL season. We got two more next week and then the Super Bowl. So it's getting down to the wire. We had a pretty decent week last week, though, as you saw on Twitter, hopefully. It's all right. You had a good one. Very good. I I lost my best bet because I got greedy with the Rams money line, but the other six uh, picks hit. And and Colby did a clean sweep, 7-0, including the best bet, which was one of the easier bets you could have had. And I think we were all on it, the the over in the Packers-Cowboys game, which you had to feel pretty good when Dak Prescott threw that pick six for the game to go 27-0. And then on the last play of the first half, Cowboys score, and of course, they're playing from behind, so the game script played out perfectly for an over in that game, and now, uh, usually divisional round, it's known as the best weekend of the year in terms of the NFL, because it's usually the eight best teams. I'm not sure if that's the case this year with some some teams we thought were really good earlier in the year out, specifically the Dolphins and the Cowboys, and even the Eagles a couple months ago, we would have thought would have definitely been in this round, but Still should be a, a, a lot of good games and some uh, intriguing young quarterbacks on the some of the uh, bigger underdogs for this week. Colby, you went 7-0. and I'll give you the floor. You, what, what, what do you have to say for yourself? I don't want to gloat because, I mean, I could go 0-7 this week. But, uh, or, you can't see him. He's swinging his yeah, foot uh, like, a, like a giddy, like a giddy school What's boy. funny is I told you guys last week to pick my best bet because I didn't care what it would be because I liked all of them. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. And I said the same thing this week because – I like them all. I there's nothing I don't like that I'm gonna be talking about in a yeah, minute. Look at that! You get you get your own screen. You get your own. Yeah, solo and I get this big right light there. that makes you look like cast oh, with a ghost. Appreciate apologies, this closet yeah. that I sit in. Apologies to the people at home that they have to see that. But seven and zero, it's time for you to go undefeated yet again this what a weekend. Jinx. We'll start. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, no, we're we're trying to. It's the reverse jinx. Yeah, everyone so fade me. Jinx. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll start with game one of the weekend on Saturday. Game one, Texans in their lovely Saturday afternoon spot. They go and travel to Baltimore. Texans at the Ravens. Texans. Uh, the Ravens are laying nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Total is forty three and a half. Colby, we will start with you, Mister Seven and zero. What do you like in this game? I think this is a really intriguing game because the Texans are one of the most dangerous teams in the league at the moment. And by dangerous, I mean they have nothing to lose. They shouldn't be here. They shouldn't have made it this far. They have a rookie head coach. They have a rookie quarterback who is playing his rear end off. Boy, can we just give him a round of applause? Clap, 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 clap. But I love the Ravens here. ESPN, we don't know what they're doing, but we're getting the nine and a half. I'm taking it. Um, If this is the Ravens' year, they have to get it started with taking on, like I said, the one of the most dangerous teams in the league. They get Andrew, uh, Mark Andrews. I always want to say Andrew Jones, but they get Mark Andrews back. That opens up their offense a lot, and I think it's going to be a great starting point for their ride to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to ride with you on that one. I'm going to go Ravens, minus nine, minus nine and a half. 
We saw some minus sevens earlier this week, which we hopped on. There was a sports book that had minus seven for some reason. We jumped on Already that, but I still it. like the Ravens. <laughs> uh, you did. I like the Ravens up to uh, up to 10, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah. I think because, uh, again, I don't trust the Texans in the weather that's going to be in Baltimore. Not that it's going to be terribly windy or snowy. It's just going to be cold temperatures. I think the wind, Nate, you put 15-mile-an-hour winds gusting to 30 miles an hour. This is going to be the coldest and diff- most difficult outdoor weather that the Texans have faced all season long. They've played outdoors in Jacksonville. They played outdoors in Charlotte. They've played in some pretty warm weather, not tough weather areas. Now they go on the road to a cold environment against a really tough team at home. I didn't, I didn't mention, but they're not like Baltimore. Lamar's not going to make the uh, mistakes that Joe Flacco did last week. You're not going to get those That's opportunities. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get those opportunities. Also, we haven't talked about the Ravens defense and how good the Ravens defense is. They lead the league in opponents' yards per pass, which means they do not give up big chunk plays, and that's a lot of what the offense for the Texans relies on. So I'm going to go with Ravens minus nine. If it keeps going lower, minus eight and a half, I'd love it. I'll take them. Yeah, I like the under in this game. Not as much at the current number, 43 and a half, since 44 is a key number in terms of NFL totals. But if he does get back to 44, I'd recommend a bet on the under. Kind of mention it here, a Houston team that's used to playing indoors, that relies on the explosive pass game. Yep. And now they're going outdoors. And we saw about a month ago, they really struggle against the Jets. I know the Jets do have a good defense, but it was very, not, not cold weather, but chilly. It's going to be colder this uh, Saturday in Baltimore with, with weather in the in the 20s. But it w- there was rain in the mix, and here we're going to have some wins. So I do think Houston's going to struggle to score against a defense that's coordinated by Mike McDonald, who's been awesome as a coordinator. He's getting head coach looks. He was at Michigan for a little bit and then came over to Baltimore to help out the other Harbaugh. I just feel like he's going to make the adjustments with extra time to prepare for this game that the Browns didn't do, who played way too aggressive against the Texans, and the Texans took advantage of them. I think Baltimore is going to play a lot more smarter and maybe a little bit more conservative, and it's going to suit them well because last week's offensive output for the Texans was indoors in perfect conditions, and this is going to be far from perfect conditions. Plus, you look at the scoreboard, Texans did have 45 points, but two of them were on pick sixes, and I just feel like the Ravens are, like you said, going to keep stuff in front of them like they have been doing all year. So, like the under in this game, I do think it's very likely that the uh, the Ravens win. It's actually funny that this game was a, a rematch, of, or it's a rematch of week one, and uh, I know no one cares, but I used the Ravens as my survivor selection. That week against the Texans, I thought the Texans would be Congrats. one of the, well, it didn't really matter because I lost in like week 12, but <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just funny how we've come all this way and the point spread's pretty much the same and the total's pretty much the same and the Texans are a lot better than we thought and I guess the Ravens are better than we thought, but we were also was pretty high expectations for them as long as Lamar Jackson was going to finish the season like he did all healthy, so Kind of intriguing that it's the same side in total pretty much from week one, even though a lot has changed. Uh, but yeah, I like the under here. Uh, probably my weakest uh, opinion of the four games, but I'll go under. Let's go to the game two on Saturday night. Packers at the 49ers out in California. 49ers laying the nine and a half. Also kind of a big spread in this one. 50 and a half is the total. It's been fluctuating. 51, it hit at some points down to 49 and a half. We saw it some others. Nate, we'll start with you. What are you liking this one? Yeah, I like the under here, and it's you know, a little dangerous going uh, under in a Packers game, especially after what we saw last week against yeah. Dallas where they were able to score. But their defense that we know have given up big plays um, in the last month of the season is kind of vulnerable. Now they get the 49ers offense who should be able to score in this game. 
in terms of weather, it's it's one another outdoor game, but it's going to be warmer. It looks like a classic Bay Area night where it's in the 50s. There was some rain in the forecast early in the week, but it looks like that's subsided. But make sure to check that because there is rain in the forecast Friday and Sunday. So maybe the system kind of lingers into Saturday or maybe comes early uh, than expected. But under nice. for me in this game, I know it's a little scary, but I do like that you have the two head coaches being very familiar with each other from two prior playoff meetings. Plus, they were on the same coaching staffs in Washington from 2010 to 2013 under head coach Mike Shanahan and then and then McFleur, uh, LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan were on the same Falcons coaching staff too when, when uh, the Falcons, I think it was when they made the Super Bowl or maybe the year before they made the Super Bowl and Kyle was the offensive coordinator. So when you have the familiarity and I think both coaches know what each other they're going to want to do, I kind of always lean under here. And I just think there's a little bit of an inflated number in this game with the Packers coming off that huge performance against the Cowboys and the 49ers who should be well rested are going to have a better defensive performance than Dallas did. I'm going to take that under and just stick it with a team and go team total under for the Green Bay Packers. It's a little scary. I'm a little nervous. Me, ben. I'm sweating it a little bit, but Colby, I know you love me for yeah. this, and I, I'm glad that we both like Great this, play. but I'm going to go team total under for the Packers. I think, personally, the bye really helps this 49ers team. As we talked about, it gets their defense right. They already have one of the best defenses in the league, um, and San Francisco runs the ball a lot as well, and Green Bay's rush defense isn't great, so I would imagine the game script is going to call for San Francisco to run the ball, which means tick, 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 tick. You get a lot of clock running in this game. You don't get a lot of opportunities for the Green Bay Packers to really push the ball in the way that they do it. And the passing defense for the 49ers is really good as well. They're fifth, I believe, in EPA per opponent drop back. So you you have all that together. You put a team off a bye who's ready to play at home against a, a team and a quarterback that's like riding their height right now and everyone's loving Jordan Love. Everyone's loving this offense. Time for them to get brought back down to earth. Let's go Packers. Team total under. Colby. This is a very rare uh, play for me. Uh, it's not going to be up in the graphic because it wouldn't fit. But I like the under and I like the 49ers on the spread. Are you are you doing a parlay? No, I like it. We'll, we'll do it straight. I'm not a parlay guy. I'm not a parlay guy. But <laughs> I'm going to wait for the, the spread to drop a little bit. I'm praying it drops a little bit. Because yeah. I uh, 10, 10 right. ish is scary to me, but 49ers are loaded. They're loaded. And I don't think that Jordan Love is ready to deal with Chase Young and Nick Bosa every single time he steps back. I don't think the Packers are going to be ready for this. This is why I love your team total under, Ben. And I've got more on that later, uh, by the way. How is the, I mean, the only thing I'm worried about is the, the 49ers going ballistic on the Packers' defense. How is this defense going to be ready for Brock Purdy, CMC, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and many more people? Um, uh, maybe no Jair Alexander, too. And uh, this team is... Coached a lot better than the uh, loaded Cowboys team that they just faced. Also, no Mike McCarthy. Yeah. No problem for the, 40, for the 49ers. <laughs> really should have seen that coming Come last week for my Dallas bet. Never want to put money behind yeah. McCarthy. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be a fun game, I think. Colby's got a reputation to uphold undefeated in the playoffs. We got two <laughs> more games. mentioning that. We got two more oh, games we wanted God. to talk about on the Sunday slate. We'll take a break. Talk about those next. You're on Stadium Bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets here on Stadium. We're talking some NFL playoffs. We're going to get to the Sunday games now. We have some fun matchups. We'll start in Detroit, boys. We got the Buccaneers at the Lions. 
Nate said it. There's not going to be weather affecting this game in the Dome, in Detroit. And, Nate, we'll go to you first. Uh, what's some background people need to know about this game? Yeah, so believe it or not, these two teams played in Week 6. And if you told yeah. me when these two teams played in Week 6 that this would be a, a future NFC Divisional round game, I would have thought you are crazy. But anyway, the game was played on October 15th. The Lions won 20-6 in Tampa Bay. The point spread was Lions minus three. The total was only 43 and a half. So kind of a big jump that we're seeing on the screen where the total right now is 48 and a half and the game went well under, but there was a lot of injuries on both teams. And also the Lions defense has gotten worse. And I think the Buccaneers offense has gotten better. And then the Lions offense just operates better in the cozy conditions of Ford Field in Detroit, where this game is being played Sunday afternoon. Colby, we'll go to you first huh? for your pick. What do you like? I think we all like something similar here. Yeah. Um, I can't bet either side because I love Baker Mayfield too much. You do. And uh, I think that man needs to get paid. He's a bad, bad man. He's always been dangerous. They just kept doubting him, and he, the chip just kept bigger. The chip right here on his shoulder just kept getting bigger. Such a, such a wild bigger, guy to really bigger. stand for. I respect it, though. The over is the play here. Both offenses are electrifying, and I do not think either defense is going to be able to stop one another. Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield, the whole thing. Yeah, I'm in Ross St. Brown with his blue hair. I don't know how he did it. You only won by one point. You faded the blue faded hair? the blue hair. It worked. It worked. <laughs> I really don't have much. I just love the over. It this is, this is my plum play. I don't have... I couldn't write anything down because I liked it, and I couldn't tell you why. I'm sorry. It's a bad handicap by me, but Blue hair, fade it. <laughs> well, Nate Nate had a good point about how the defense for the Lions has definitely yeah, regressed a little bit, and the Buccaneers' offense has gotten a lot better. I also like the fact that it was 20-6 to six in the last game with such a high total, and the total moves up even after that. I think that's a good sign yeah. that betting the over may be the right play here. And if you watched anything of the Buccaneers' game on Monday, I mean, they probably should have scored even more than they did. Their offense should have been better yet. Drop passes by Mike Evans. I mean, Baker was slinging the ball. He looked really good. His passes were on point. And I don't really see that regressing at all because of how bad the Lions can be defensively. I mean, it's night and day between their offense and defense. So they're going to score a lot of points. The Lions will probably give up a lot of points as well because it's inside. There's not going to be any weather issues for them. And the Buccaneers offense looks like they're humming right now. So the mm -hmm. over to me seems like the smart play here. Six and a half is such a weird number for a Lions team and a Buccaneers team that really can go either direction. Dave, take the, take the over with the total. Yeah, and I also like over in this game, over 48 and a half. A lot of the reasons you guys said, it's kind of crazy. The Lions game stayed under the total last week after yeah, it was halftime. It was what, 20, like it was over 21 game. to 17. They scored three touchdowns on their first three drives, and then they kind of stalled a little bit, uh, had some empty possessions. There was that controversial call at the end of the first half where the guy in the Rams probably jumped off size, but they called it a false start on the Lions. So that was a Kind of a sketchy call, um, one of many sketchy calls in that game. Uh, but at the same time, the Lions gave up a lot of yards to the Rams, but they're held strong in the red zone three times to hold the Rams to field goals. So in that case, I could see you know the Bucks maybe finishing some of those drives and the Lions maybe instead of stalling at halftime offensively and stumbling a little bit, actually continuing to score. So I do see a big shootout potential in this game at Ford Field on Sunday. Go to game two, Sunday night. Big one, Chiefs at the Bills in Buffalo. Uh, Bills, depending on where you're getting the number, Bills laying three, maybe laying two and a half, yeah. uh, total 45 and a half. Now, the weather is important for a game, of course, in Buffalo. It doesn't look like it's going to snow that much. However, it will be cold. Not as cold as what KC played in or what Buffalo played in, honestly, this past week, but it's still going to be cold. Upper teens, 
10 mile an hour gusting winds. Nate's kind of our meteorologist for this week with all these notes. Doctor. But with the with the weather not going to be <clears throat> as big of a factor as the last two weeks, Nate, we will start with you. What do you what do you like in this game? Yes, I'd say the spread for this game is 2.75, where if you do like the Bills, you could lay minus 2, minus 120. Uh, If you do like the Chiefs, you can get plus 3, minus 115s out there, minus 120s out there. Let's see where this line goes. If I had to predict, I think it will go into Kansas City's direction because the Bills injury report right now is a complete mess, especially on their back seven. They had another number of guys get hurt in the game on Monday against the Steelers, Terrell Bernard. Spectre, Johnson, and Bentford, all cornerbacks or linebackers. So I really think that's going to be an issue against a, a Chiefs offense. I know it has struggled this year, but still Patrick Mahomes. And he has the ability yep. to have great performances, as we've seen in many playoffs. It got so bad for the Bills defense last week that a player they signed off the practice squad last week, A.J. Klein, had to become their green dot, where they the, the guy on the field who was getting the play calls And he had 11 tackles. So when they're really relying on guys literally signed off the street who he was about to go on vacation to Florida with his family, and then he's now in a playoff game, it just shows kind of how dire the situation is for Buffalo. But because they are winning and Josh Allen's making highlight plays, it's kind of getting ignored at the perception of Buffalo. I also have to like the Chiefs because of the rest advantage they had this game. They played Saturday night, and the Bills played Monday, and I think that yep. means a lot this time of year. So getting Mahomes as an underdog and all those factors going against the Bills has me on the Chiefs in this game. I want the Bills to win, but Chiefs plus three is, has to be the bet for me. I am on the complete opposite side. I mean, I would love to get Bills minus two and a half. I think for the sake of this, I had minus three, yeah. um, but I, I like the Bills. I took their money line when it was minus 135, and if you can get it like under minus 140 anywhere at any point this week, I would take that as well. I think the Bills win this game, and it's more of a bet against the Chiefs than it is for the Bills. And I'm I just haven't bought in on the Chiefs. I know they played well against the Dolphins, but the Dolphins defense was a mess. The weather was a mess. This is not a cold weather team. And Mike McDaniel just didn't call a great game. So personally, I think the Chiefs with their win, it was a good win, but I I still am not buying this team. I think offensively they can stall. We've seen that Mahomes very much does not trust his wide receivers, and for a pretty good reason. They drop a lot of balls. Rashi Rice had a good game. I'm not expecting him to have a, an all-career huge game again against this Buffalo team. To me, it's more of a bet against what the Chiefs can do and how consistent the Chiefs can be than it is for the Bills. So I like the Bills at home with that crowd. Josh Allen seems to be humming. The offense seems to be humming since the offensive coordinator changed. They're running the ball well. Even the Bills, minus three. If you can get a minus two and a half, do it. Colby? Ah, uh, Ben. You make Solo such shot. great points, and then you, you come up short. No. The Chiefs what? played a bad defense. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, they did. Yep. Their defense shut down the Dolphins' defense. They have already been tested. The Bills played, ooh, the Steelers, Mason Rudolph. Ooh, you've been tested real well. Ooh, look at you. Ooh. Go get it, boy. Go get it. No. What, what do you say about the whole month of December, nope. though, no. for the Bills? They played, You're the, not the impressed. Chiefs played fantastic football last week in the frigid cold. They both have been tested. Like Nate said, they get an extra two days of rest. That is fantastic. Fantastic. I love yeah. the Chiefs. Hammer the Chiefs. Plus three. That is the play. Ooh, you played well against the Steelers. Should have put up 40. Ooh. Ooh. They shut down Tyreek Hill, and he did absolutely nothing last week. Ooh, I don't care. Teal. Yeah, like I said. Teal can't play in the cold. Interesting. Wow. You're you're all in on the Chiefs now. All in. Do you have a rebuttal to that? Because uh, 
The dancing, I don't know. I'm a little nauseous. You want to do that? Yeah, um, from yeah. the chair, though. Thank, thankfully, they can't Ooh. see below that. So Ooh. we're going to take a break. <laughs> you can gyrate us into a break, right. Colby. Uh, we'll have guys- our underdogs, a fun underdog segment coming up, and, of course, our best bets. That's all coming up next on Stadium Bets. Welcome back. It's Stadium Bets. Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty running the sticks. We're dressed up because it's our favorite segment of the week. Dogs with bite. Now, there's only four games that we talked about, and there's one very short underdog. So we're going to go with three teams. We had a choice. Texans, Packers, Buccaneers. Which team do we trust the most to win outright this weekend? Colby, we'll start with you. Monty, can I get my full screen? Oh, wow. He's demanding. Thank you. Well, one right, camera get your on him, get you're gonna get your pot, you're gonna get your pot, and then you're gonna yeah. seasonings in, you're gonna stir it. We're taking the bucks, Take man. Up. Come on, Baker Mayfield, the touchdown maker. Come on, it makes the most sense. Come on. Are, are you are you with me, guys? Just here. Let me get a yes. Let me get a yes. I made yes. yes. Because they're hot, their offense is electrifying. And if sure. the Lions defense looks like it did last week, oh, oh, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. I could also see We're a world fine. where the Lions really screw up after a big emotional win I, at I, home, and they put everything into that game. And I said last week, I think stumble. I think this is the week Dan Campbell d- d- uh, nibbles too many kneecaps and uh, oh. it bites him on the butt. Also, the Buccaneers really again have nothing really to lose. They're, I'm at, they're playing with house I mean, money. There's a lot of teams that are in this playoff that are they like, shouldn't really be there technically, but they're so electrifying because of. Their storyline. Oh, they shouldn't be here. This is the rebuild year for the Packers. Blah, blah, blah. Baker Mayfield, replacement. Blah, blah, blah. They, they pay the man. All right. All right. All right. You, right. Of, <laughs> you have a lot to say? You have a lot to say for a game you didn't have much confidence in. But uh, yeah, I just I, I just don't think the Lions are. They got pretty fortunate against the Rams, so I could see them maybe stumbling here against a, as a Bucks team that, as you guys said, has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. All right. Best bets time, gentlemen. We all love the Buccaneers as our underdog, by the way. Our favorite bets of the weekend. We'll start with Mr. Vest over here. Yeah, let's go Chiefs, plus three, minus 120. Just the injury situation for Buffalo is really bad. Chiefs rest advantage. Mahomes is an underdog. The Bills, I know they looked good last week, but it was against the Steelers, so I think that was more bad Steelers than good Bills. So give me the Chiefs. I, uh, I'm going to go back to my team total for the Packers. I like the Packers team total under 20 and a half. I know Colby's going to ride with me for this one. I think regression is coming. For Jordan Love and this offense against one of the best defenses in the NFL and one of the best passing defense in the NFL off a of bye. Packers, they don't score a lot. Team total under 20 and a half. Colby, what do you like? Bucks, Lions, over. Both teams don't have that great defenses, even though the Bucks look good against the Eagles. It's the Eagles. They were in shambles for the second half of the season. I like both of their offenses to get a lot of points over. And maybe the maybe the Bucks win? Please. That would be great. All right. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Stadium Bets. You can follow all of our original handles on Twitter as well. Follow Monty. It's great. Good luck to everyone. We hope Colby has a perfect weekend yet again. No pressure on that. And uh, we'll be back next week for, uh, for some fun games as well. See you later.